Hello and welcome back to The Steph Gordon Show. Today, I want to talk to you about how to do business on your terms and I guess how I learned to throw out the rule book on the ways that it's been done before and the ways that past business coaches have advised me to do things, that the books, that some of the YouTube videos have said to do things so that I could build a business and systems that feel great for me and that I can stand behind and be proud of. And the way that I've done it has also happened to make me way more money along the way. And so I wanted to share this with you today. So let's dive into how to break the rules and make more money. I want to preface here that I'm a huge believer that every single business coach and every single business strategy works. People wouldn't be teaching it if it didn't work, right? And so I know every single business coach has a different strategy and I have no doubt that they all work. But I've said it a thousand times and I'll say it again, it's about finding the strategy that works for you. So just because it's a strategy that works doesn't mean it's the only one that works. You have to find the right way that feels good for you. I have a lot of women who join my mastermind who have had business coaches before and who come to me with a rigid perspective or a rigid rule book about how to run their business. And these rules often hold them back from making bank. And I'm here to tell you that the women who have had the most success, not only in my program, but also if you look at successful business owners in the world, they're rule breakers. They are the rule breakers in this world. They are not doing it the way other people have done it. They are trailblazing new paths. They are doing things differently to the way it's always been done. And that is part of the reason why they reach such incredible success. And so I really do think it's time in some ways to throw out the rule book, to start writing our own future, our own destiny and our own pathway so that we can kind of change some of the stuffiness around business. So even though I've always been a bit of a good girl, I've always been the good student, the first girl to put my hand up in classrooms. I've always been a real daddy's girl, so I guess a good daughter, but I've always been a rule breaker. And that was something that I acknowledged quite early on in my life. So when I was 16, my first boyfriend was 21, which my dad hated. (laughs) My parents worked four jobs between them to pay for my private schooling in the hopes that I would go to university and do something meaningful with my life. (laughs) But I decided not to go to university straight after school. In fact, I never even went to university and never went back. And I decided instead to move to England to party with my best mate. So I definitely broke the rule book there, even though my parents sacrificed so much to put me through school. When I got a job in recruitment, one of the big no-nos was recruiting yourself into jobs. (laughs) But within a couple of years of being in recruitment, I was like, this is not for me. And a job came up that I was actually recruiting for at the time. And I recruited myself into the position. The last time that I, I mean, I break rules all the time, but the last biggest rule that I broke was to quit my day job and work in my business full time. And that broke the rules for pretty much every single person I knew at the time. I didn't have friends in business. My parents weren't in business. No one understood what I was doing because I had an incredible job. I had incredible support system. I was making great money and I was doing better than people would, I guess, have expected of me at the time, considering I had no degree and no qualifications behind me. And so, you know, I've been a rule breaker for a long time. But I'm here to tell you that I also now do business the same way. And I guess the way that I throw out the rule book is that I trust my gut. And it takes a long time to learn how to listen to your gut. And I'm actually generating and crafting a keynote around how to listen to your gut at the moment because I'm really passionate about women learning to do what lights them up. I feel like that's a phrase that's really overused at the moment. What I mean by do what lights you up is do it your way. 
because there are things that work and there are things that other people are doing, strategies and offers and ways of doing business that will work for other people. You can take that thing and then elevate it or change it or adapt it so that it does really suit you. So I threw out the rule book, I follow my gut. And one of the areas that has been most obvious throughout my years in business is that I put people before profits. And that flows in everywhere in my business from my team members. I will always make sure that I pay them and that I have enough money to pay for them. I will always make sure that I prioritize investing in their upskilling, prioritize in sending them gifts and love letters, prioritizing in making sure that they feel supported and have the adequate training that they need. Make sure that no matter what it costs, we do team days out, that we do events, that we focus on building connection and community and upskilling to make sure that they're the best that they can be. That I focus on, even if it means paying them more than the standard, even if it means giving them more time to study, giving them more time and flexibility to be able to run their businesses, being able to help them upskill in their own businesses. I will put my team before I put my profits, okay? And the people before profits thing also flows for me personally into customer experience. So I'm not here to say that I don't think you should make profit because if you guys have been listening to my podcast before, you will know that profit is an incredibly important part of what we do in business. And I've got multiple episodes where I speak about how to make profit, how to prioritize profit, how to make sure that you're not running at a loss. But I do want to give you an example of what it looks like to put people for profits when it comes to customer service, because I think that that is also where it is so important to put people for profits. So There is a girl in our mastermind, and the reason I'm recording this podcast episode right now is because this literally happened today. There's a girl in our mastermind right now who is a money coach, and she was mid-launch on her program and struggling to get sales. And we caught up on Friday at an in-person event that I ran for my clients. It was so nice. And we were talking over cocktails, and she was like, they're just not converting. I just don't know why, but they're coming to me and they're saying they just can't afford it, and they're not converting. And I'm finding that I'm not getting the sales that I want to get. The objection was money. And based on that, I gave her two pieces of advice. I was like, it's probably going to be one of two things if the objection is money. One, that you're not communicating the value well enough in the sales calls or the sales conversations that you're having. Now, if you're unable to communicate the value of your offer through your sales call, people are going to use money as the easy excuse. But I knew her and I knew that her sales process was really good because we'd worked on it together. And I know that she's been in sales for a long time. So I had no doubt that her sales process was probably pretty good. Number two is that they really don't have the money. Now, given that she's a money coach and she helps people to take control of their financial future, it makes sense that they probably aren't very good with money and might not have the money. And in this situation, people before profits looks like these women really need this program. They really need to be able to learn how to make money, to be able to take control of their financial stories, to be able to learn how to put their financial future as a huge priority in their lives. They really need this program they're desperate for it. And it is also my client's first launch. So she also needs to get clients to prove one, that her concept works and the content is good. And two, to generate raving fans, to talk about the program so that her next launch is even bigger. Okay. And so I shared with her a story while we were sitting there over a cocktail. I shared with her a story about my first program that I launched as a business coach. And it was a program called Success Made Simple. And I'd never been a business coach before. I'd never launched a group coaching program before. So I had no idea what I was doing. But all I knew was that I had knowledge that could help women. And so I just wanted women to come in and experience it. I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it, but I also wanted to prove to them that I had something that I could help them with. I needed people to test the content. 
And so I made it really easy for them to say, yes, I didn't focus on making money in my first launch. And this was the middle of COVID. I didn't have money. My first business was shut down like everybody else. We had a gym, which was also shut down. So we weren't sitting pretty in terms of money. But I wanted these women to have this experience. I wanted them to have the opportunity to make money. And I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. So the course itself was a 12-week program. It was $800. And I allowed them to be mega flexible on however they wanted to pay. So some women wanted to pay the $800 up front. Other women were like, can I do it over 18 weeks? Can I do it over 24 weeks? Now, originally, I'd hoped they'd do the $800 up front or split it over 12 weeks so that they would have paid for the program by the time the program finished. But I was also really realistic about the fact that they might not have the money right now, being that it was the middle of COVID. And so I allowed them to pay however the hell they wanted. And I just made sure that we had a contract in place that actually supported that so that I could make sure that if we ever had to go to court or any of that yucky stuff, which of course we never did because I attracted legends, that it was all written in a contract, okay? They became raving fans because they loved it, because they loved the flexibility, because they could tell that I was so down to help them that I didn't actually give a heck about the money, that I didn't actually care about making sure that we made profit or how much I gave, that I was just so there to support them in however they needed it. My first launch was five people, but because these five people raved about me, my second launch just 14 weeks later had 20 people in it. And then the one after that had 38. And then within 12 months, I realized that I needed to build a different system because I had so much demand. And that was when the Purpose and Profit Mastermind was born. So I shared that story with her and I told her that if she had the capacity to be flexible on her payment arrangements, that I'd recommend reaching back out to the women who were massively but couldn't afford it and offer them flexible payment arrangements. And I'm going to share with you a little voice recording that she sent me this week, literally just this morning, about what happened when she went back to them. Now, we spoke on Friday. Today, I'm recording this podcast less than a week later. And this is what happened. I just need to thank you personally so, so much from that conversation. Like that conversation we had at Tom's Italian, was worth the five and a half grand I invested in PMP alone. And from that, from that conversation where you just said, be of service, like fucking make shit fit into their budget, like do what you need to do. I've, as of today, has had four people say yes, and that's 11000 just over $11,000 of revenue that I have made for this year on like extra. Oh my God. Now, when we were sat at the restaurant, she told me and shared with me that her previous business coach had told her never to be flexible on payments and never to be flexible on contracts, okay? But by breaking the rules and focusing on being of service over being in business and being a good business owner or being a smart business owner, she was able to generate $11,000 in sales in just one week. Not only did it feel better for her, but it felt so much more powerful for her to be able to give back like that. Her number one mission is impact. So it totally aligned with her values. And I'm not saying that this strategy is 100% right for everybody because I can totally tell you right now that it's not. If your number one priority is just to be able to cover the bills, if you're a single mom and you can't afford to even barely put food on the table, this strategy might not work for you, okay? There are times when you have to focus and be really firm on making money and be really firm on how you make your money. But if you have the financial capacity to be able to be flexible, sometimes we don't need to follow the rule books of it has to look this way and it has to be on my terms. Sometimes we need to meet our clients where it's at. 
I just wanted to give you an example of how being of service will make you more money than being focused on profits ever will. And you'll barely ever find a business coach in the world who says that. But it's worked for me and it's worked for hundreds of my clients. So maybe rewriting the rule book on how to do business in a way that changes the story for future generations, which is heart-centered business. It's putting the clients at the start of our funnel. It's putting our people before our profits. Maybe that is the way to make more money. Maybe that is the way to create heart-centered businesses, to create raving fans, to let people know that you genuinely freaking care about them in a world that's so focused on making money. Maybe it's time to show people that we actually care. If you love this episode, I would love it if you would share it to your Instagram stories and tag me or tell me what your biggest takeaway was because it might not be for everybody, but I wanted to share with you the ways in which I've broken the rule book to make more money. And this is 110% the way people before profits. Babe, thank you for tuning into today's episode. It means the absolute world to have you here with me. If you want more, head to the show notes below to check out our latest free resources, along with the exclusive link for podcast listeners to book in a free 15-minute strategy session to find out how you can boom your biz. 